This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You want to hear the loudest female burp in the world, Jim? Do I? (laughs) Okay, the uh, Guinness World Record for loudest burp from a woman was 107 decibels. For years, it was held by an Italian woman. 14 years. A lot of carbs. She had the record. But uh, recently, a woman named Kimberly Winter in Virginia went on a radio show down there, and they uh, had the decibel meter out. (laughs) She blasted out a belch that broke the world record, and here it is. (coughs) What did we get to? It's 107.3. Yeah! 107.3. <laughs> Beat it by point three. Boy, she forced that one out. That was... T- <laughs> that sounds like uh, the sounds from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Honestly, that's a dinosaur. It's <laughs> terrifying. Hey, honey, get to the bedroom right now. You're turning me on. <laughs> Imagine that, so I'm feeling a little gassy. (laughs) Your wife lets those rip while you guys are watching The Bachelor on the couch, Jim? (laughs) Curtains are waving. (laughs) Holy. Yeah. You know, like most Canadians, I always enjoy when Canada beats the United States in competition. Hockey especially, right? Of course. This is one record I think belongs in the United States. It seems appropriate. I will say they, they got lots of sodas there. They got lots of sodas. Also, you know, if you, your country is leading the globe in hot dog eating contests, yeah, yeah, you'd think that they should also have burp, burp world records now. And I, this is not a men versus women thing. Okay, I think women uh, can burp. Just as excitingly as men. Okay. But men careful. May, men may have a natural uh, ability or some genetics may be involved that just allows them to get a little louder. Sure. I'm Their not lungs saying, may be bigger. I'm not saying that men burping competitions are better than women's burping competitions, right? I just never different. said that. They're just different and and they do get a little bit louder. Because the current record for loudest burp by a man is 112.7 decibels. Ladies, you got to beat that glass ceiling. We can do it, gals. Burp through that glass ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not, the men's record is not held by an American. Hmm. It's an Australian guy. Oh, imagine doing that through a didgeridoo. (laughs) 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 Just reeking of Foster's and Vegemite (laughs) at the other end of that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Kudos to everyone who stopped by yesterday. We were live at Powerhouse Brewing Company in London at 100 Kellogg. It's a great complex there. They're building the Hard Rock Hotel. Mm -hmm. Some of the construction guys are working on the hotel, came over for lunch. At uh, Powerhouse there. They they got the barbecue shack there. Oh, yeah. That is attached to the brewery where they're smoking all sorts of meats constantly. Mm-hmm. You can get a great deal on a sandwich, bag of chips, and a pop. Oh, imagine packing a bologna sandwich that morning and then <laughs> standing outside and smelling that wafting over. Yeah. 
<laughs> Your buddy comes back from the, the barbecue pit. Yeah. With, with ribs. Beautiful <laughs> sandwich. Well, they had smoke, smoked wings on yesterday, and people oh, were raving so about good. them. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good eats. And, of course, cold beer, including Taz and Jim's Mike Check, Czech-style lager. We were doing some sampling. We were giving away some prizes and, and meeting some, some folks yesterday afternoon. Uh, you can get... Taz and Jim's Mike Check Check style lager at other establishments around the Taz and Jim listening area. I was told yesterday by Brady uh, at Powerhouse that one of the biggest movers of our beer, Jim, is Bingham's in Kitchener Waterloo. Well, I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. Great, huh? Loved it. Go karts and water slides. Water slides. I didn't know there was bars there and beers. Oh, yeah. You can have uh, cold beers. You got uh, comedy shows. They've got uh, Yuck Yucks there. They got uh, the bowling alleys with the Boston pizzas in them. Nice. And everyone's loving the Taz and Jim Powerhouse Mike Check Lager. I love it. We got a review on Instagram we were posting yesterday. Tasty beer, says Rebuilding Peter. Unique but not obnoxious. Which is a fun way to describe a craft beer, because sometimes they taste crazy. And you're like, I just wanted a normal beer. This is a normal beer. It's tasty, unique, but not obnoxious. And being Taz and Jim's beer, I was expecting it to be very obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to our friends at Bingham's. Thanks for bringing in uh, Mike Check. We appreciate you having it at your establishment. And uh, thank you again to everyone who came out to have lunch with us yesterday. We're going to do it again soon. Back into the music, Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is going to join us. Jim, you'll like this. We're going to talk soccer. Nice. Lionel Messi went to Inter-Miami. He's now playing in North America. How's it going for him? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Prime Minister and his wife are separating. Justin Trudeau and Sophie are uh, going separate ways. They've asked for some privacy, and we'll give it to them after today. In 45 seconds. (laughs) Jim, there's a number of jokes here that can be made, so Jim's going to make them all at once so we don't have to do it again. Yeah, no need to dwell. They can can move on with their lives, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, you've got 30 seconds on the clock here, Jim. Okay. How many jokes are you trying to cram into this? I'm going to try to get at least eight is my goal. I have 10 written. That's a good number. So, I could get up to 10 possibly, but hopefully eight's the magic number here. Okay, let me get the timer ready to go. Done. I've got the rim shots on your first joke. I will start the timer anytime you're ready. Okay. What do Quebec and Sophie Trudeau have in common? What? They both desperately want to separate. Why did Sophie finally leave? Why? She was disgusted by his caucus. Why did things fall apart? Why? Trudeau believed his work-life balance would balance itself. Where does Justin Trudeau live? Where? 24 no-sex drive. Why did Justin and Sophie split? Because he was asking for more than he was able... She was asking for more than he was able to give right now. Why did Alex Jones swipe left on Trudeau's Tinder profile? Why? Because he only swipes far right. Why was Sophie so upset? Because she heard Trudeau was screwing all Canadians. What dating app is Trudeau on right now? Bumbling idiot. <laughs> Bumbling idiot. You think I got that one in before the buzzer? I, we'll count that one. I feel like because, like in basketball, the shot goes up. Yeah, and it, it was in the, in the air. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you definitely stumbled on that one. What was it? That was uh, why did 
Justin and Sophie split because she was asking for more than he was able to give right now, which is a reference to when he had a big falling out with the uh, the veterans of Canada and he wasn't paying them what he promised. Right. So that's a reference to that. I have two more. Okay. They're, more, they're progressively worse and kind of don't make sense. I like the no sex drive <laughs> instead of Sussex. Sure. Got it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> After the split, what's the latest sketchy charity the Prime Minister is in cahoots with? What? We to me. Instead of me to we, because he, now he's single. Anyway, moving on. What would Trudeau's nickname be if he cheated? What? Infidelity Castro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of a stretch. And w- there's no reports. We haven't heard anything. No, about I said in- if. Yeah, I know. I'm just clarifying. We haven't heard anything about infidelity, nope. but who knows? We don't know. We don't I don't know, know anything. We don't know what went on. We just know that they're separating, and uh, we hope it's the right decision for both of them, and of course, um, the kids. We want the kids to be okay. So what was the final number? Eight? Eight. We did it. Oh, good job, buddy. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He joins us. Hey, guys. Well, how about that? The Blue Jays, after getting beat down on Tuesday, 13-3 to against the Orioles, they came back uh, yesterday and won it. Won 4-1, to one, and it's a perfect example of why you never bet on baseball. I mean, of all the sports you'd want to bet on, uh, baseball's got to be the, one of the least ones just because they play so often, so many variables come into play. Jays won with only three hits, so the pivotal inning <laughs> was uh, the seventh inning. The Jays managed to uh, load the bases. Uh, oh, sorry, they got two on. Um, and then the Orioles bring in this reliever, uh, Japanese reliever, throws like 100. The, the, the announcers were talking about how great he is, and he's got like tremendous stuff. Comes in, walks George Springer, hits Matt Chapman, hits Danny Jansen. Whoa, and, sent him home. And, and that's the game. And, and so for the, for the Blue Jays, like they shouldn't have won the game, but the Orioles kind of pulled a Blue Jays where they let it slip <laughs> through their fingers. Yeah, you can throw the ball. 200 miles an hour. Problem is, if you're throwing out of a guy's head, (laughs) (laughs) your pitching career is going to be short-lived. They play this afternoon, so they need this win to split it, right? They need this win to split it. Uh, So it would be nice because the Orioles are in first place in the AL East. Uh, The Jays have really struggled against AL East competition, and wins and losses against your own division mean even more just because of all the tiebreakers. And as tight as things are right now, the Jays might need some tiebreakers. Breakers, but already they've really struggled against the AL East. So if they can pick up another win against Baltimore, that goes a long, long way. But then they have to do more than just that. Then they have the Red Sox through the weekend. Do you like their chances against the Sox? I don't feel super confident uh, about the Blue Jays against any AL East competition this year. However, if the Blue Jays are a good team, and I think they are, and if you're going to be a team that goes deep in the playoffs, that's essentially a playoff series for you. you got to think about it like a playoff series. And I do think the Blue Jays are better than the Red Sox. So I, in a roundabout way, do like their chances because they're away from Toronto. They can uh, get away from the noise of being at home. Just focus on the Red Sox and focus on a win. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Big concert tomorrow in Toronto at Budweiser Stage. Uh, We gave away a bunch of tickets for this one. Congratulations if you got your hands on some. Queens of the Stone Age. 
And this looks like fun. My wife and I are going to the show. Maybe we'll head down early because going on, you enter through Budweiser stage and then you go to RBC Echo Beach. It looks like they're having a basically a rock and roll flea market sort of deal called Queen's Coliseum. It's open to all ticket holders and it features things like burlesque dancers. Fun. Local vendors, food, art, books, oddities, live tattooing. You dare me to come back to work Monday with a, a tattoo from the Queens of the Stone Age show, Jim? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> what about this? A unisex wet t-shirt contest for charity. That's progressive. It is. I wonder if my wife uh, will mind if I enter. <laughs> Or what she wants she wants these moves all for herself. Yeah, I don't know, buddy. Depends <laughs> what the prize is. I guess nowadays you kind of have to say unisex wet t-shirt contest because if you single out a gender, of then course. you're being discriminatory. But yeah, I do feel that if you have breasts, you're much more likely to win a wet t-shirt contest, unisex or not. It's kind of the point, but you never know. There could be a party animal who yeah, gets some in there guy and knows how to rile up the crowd. Yeah. For sure. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, another silver medal for Taz. <laughs> what an honor, though. <laughs> Live silkscreen printing, tarot card reading. This looks pretty cool. Vintage clothing market. Make your own jorts station. <laughs> What's that? A pair of scissors? That must be. That's all it is. You cut your jeans into shorts. Rides and games. That's that's fun. They're that's encouraging cool. you as well to wear a toga. If you wear a toga, you'll get a free donut from Glory Hole Donuts. Holy cow! What a world. <laughs> Times New Roman, bit of a uh, a gluttonous Roman theme to the new album that the band released this summer. So there you go. If you're heading uh, to the Queens of the Stone Age show at Budweiser Stage tomorrow, get there early starting at 4 p.m. It's the Queens Coliseum at RBC Echo Beach. And now the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. Been a couple weeks since Messi came to America. How's he doing in that league, Dev? Really good. Uh, <laughs> Inter Miami, before he joined them, they were uh, down in the standings. They lost 11 straight, or they're winless in 11 straight, I should say. Since he arrived, though, and started playing with them, they've won every single game. They're 3-0. and So they haven't okay. played a ton, but he's been on fire. He scored two more goals last night, including one goal that was uh, pretty sensational. It was lobbed into him. It bounced off his chest. He just fired it into the back of the net. Crowd was going wild. Like, Miami is is loving this. I was looking at the uh, what tickets are going for because uh, they were huge for his uh, debut, and they're still going for like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars a ticket just to get in the just, building. Just to get into the building, like uh, they are to afford those tickets, you have to deal cocaine in Miami. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> pretty much. And Miami then, Vice, baby, a lot of cocaine too. So, like, <laughs> he is just having such a huge impact. He's obviously way too good for the league, but. 
like there's there's a huge atmosphere like you watch the crowd like in in these games like people are just so into it it's i hope this is something that really uh, the league can uh, capitalize on because major league soccer is fun to watch fun to go to but it's obviously not at the level of all the european leagues and there's a, a new saudi league that is getting a lot of players so messi in america i think is really key at this moment jim have you seen any of it is he like a man amongst boys out there not necessarily i've only seen some highlights because he is still small so he doesn't look like he's towering over anybody but he's just i think if he wants to take control of the game he can and any place kicks or anything like that he can kind of at will score so he, he's he's very talented but it doesn't look like if you didn't know who who he, Messi was i don't think you'd be able to just wash for five minutes. Like that's for sure, Messi. You know what I mean? He's just so good. Like he's so quick. And so in the one goal from last night, like they, they were going down towards goal. He's kind of like back in the pack of guys, and then he just knows when to cut right. And so he mm-hmm. makes his cut. He's like he runs through like two of his own guys. The other team finds him open space, and in like in like three seconds. The ball's in the back of the net, so he's just so smart. He's so quick, and you kind of wonder now, like since they were winless before. They have now won every single game. Can he just take Inter-Miami all the way throughout the season? It may not be enough to win everything because it's kind of late, but can he go the rest of the way without even losing a game? I think it's on the table. Well, I was really worried when I heard the news that he was <laughs> uh, coming to play in Miami. I'm glad he's doing okay. I thought maybe he he was going to get uh, completely owned by... <laughs> <laughs> He's the best player in the world. This isn't a surprise. It's not, but it's fun to watch. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We were just telling Dev the bad news, talking about this earlier in the show. They say that sleeping in on the weekend is now bad for you. It's like my favorite thing. Dev, you say you can't sleep in on the weekend. I can't. Like, Well, I, I can and I can't. Like, It's impossible for me not to wake up at, at the latest 5 a.m. Really? Yeah. I, I just I always I always wake up. I wake up too around six and then I toss and turn and I will stay in bed till nine if I can, especially if I've been boozing the night before. Well the thing is like I, I wake up and then I look at the clock and I roll over and I can't I can go that's, back to that's sleep. That's the best feeling in the world though. I love waking up on the weekends thinking it's a work day and panicking. Then, yeah. Oh my god, I'm an hour late for hold on. <laughs> Saturday almost got me. Well, I used to do the opposite where I'd have like a nap in the afternoon when it's like dark out and you wake up at 530 in the afternoon. It's pitch black. Yeah, in wintertime, if you nap too long, you'll go have a panic attack. And then I get super pissed at all my work colleagues because they didn't call me to wake me up. And like, even though yeah. I slept in in my fantasy scenario. It's like, five yeah, o'clock. Yeah. I, I'm supposed to be at work. Yeah. It's like it's Why 5 they p.m., idiot. <laughs> oh, there's a dot there. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Dev. One you? time I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning, thinking uh-huh. it was 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And so I rushed out. I thought it was, I thought it was late for work, so I rushed out, and I, uh, and I get out to the car, and I look down at the clock, and I see it's like 1.30 in the morning, and I've like shaved. I've, sh- I've done everything. So I went to, uh, I was like, well, it's too late now to go back to sleep. So went to I went, the strip club. I went to the Golden Griddle, had a breakfast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else gold. <laughs> <laughs> went to the Golden Griddle, had breakfast with all the drunk people coming in. <laughs> Caught last call at the bar, <laughs> then went for pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently it's bad for your guts. 
like your gut flora, if you're not sleeping at the same time, your your peak sleep is not at the same time every night, it can mess up your digestion. Who's sleeping at the same time every day? I don't know. Must be a luxury. I mean, if, but if you're working, if you're working nine to five and you're waking up at seven a.m., let's say that's a reasonable time, you know, like on the weekend to wake up, or so would you really need to sleep in? You always want to sleep in on the weekend. It doesn't matter if you got up at eleven o'clock all week; you'd want to sleep till twelve on the weekend, <laughs> right? Sleeping in's great. I always thought it was like you know you got to either sleep for like six and a half hours or eight. Like it's got to be every like ninety minutes. You got to sleep in like ninety minute increments, <laughs> right? I don't think that matters. <laughs> well, it's like so you're, you can either sleep for 90, three hours, six hours. See, six and a half hours isn't even 90 minutes, like a 90 minute interval. Because it's your whole sleep pattern. So like if you interrupt, like your sleep pattern goes in like 90 minutes. So if you interrupt the sleep pattern, then you're screwed. That's why you're maybe. tired when you wake up. Oh, your whole REM cycle. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. Well, the good news is... Uh, we were probably all going to die early anyways. <laughs> yeah, so. add it to the pile. I think we keep sleeping in on the weekend. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Another TikTok challenge that doctors are warning people ab- against trying for themselves. Why would anyone want to drink borax? I don't even really know what borax is. Is it laundry detergent? I always thought it was some sort of uh, bleach, but uh, let's see here. A versatile household cle- household cleaner found it finds its place as a laundry detergent, a pesticide for ants and cockroaches, and even a weed killer. Yum! Why are people drinking it? Uh, well, because they say if you dilute, they they somebody on the internet or a few people on the internet are saying incorrectly that if you dilute it with water it supposedly has health benefits because of some chemicals in there uh allegedly do not take this as fact at all allegedly people are claiming that some part of the chemical compound is being billed as a quote powerhouse anti-inflammatory by users who say consuming it mixed with water can help with a range of health issues like joint and muscle pain but it sounds okay. like a big troll, obviously, right? Yeah, this reminds me of the life hack that was going around a couple of years ago where uh, somebody posted a video. They said, hey, did you drop your phone in water? The best way to fix it is put it in the microwave <laughs> for 30 seconds. Of course. And people were putting their cell phones in the microwave, which, of course, would cause them to burst into flames. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Possibly explode. Possibly explode the microwave. Yeah. And this this really seems like the same sort of thing. So uh, the Canada Research Chair in Health, Law, and Policy at the University of Alberta told Global News, you're not a washing machine. There's no evidence this is going to help you. But still, you see trends like this take off, and it's completely driven by the power of social media. When I first saw this, it became immediately obvious this was another ridiculous trend, another potentially harmful trend, and another example of how we need to continue to debunk misinformation as it emerges. Yeah, you can't, obviously there's a problem with believing stuff you see on the internet when it comes to this stuff, but also people are, it's it's beyond trolling, it's like vicious 
psychotic behavior. If you're telling somebody to drink borax, you're you're almost it's almost manslaughter to a certain extent. It's like telling someone to drink bleach. Yes. Well, it's, speaking of bleach, the other day we were having a conversation, Taz, about these vines and these weeds that were taking over my property. So people are calling, oh, use apple cider vinegar. This will work. This will get rid of it. And then somebody called or texted, hey, Jim, you should try mixing uh, bleach with vinegar and spreading that on your on your weeds. And then somebody texted us shortly after and said, absolutely do not do that. That is how you make chlorine gas. So although vinegar mixed with bleach, yes, or bleach mixed with a certain type of any type of acid, essentially. But vinegar is a household common one, so you, that's how you could do it at home, essentially. But somebody was willing to, because I could have if I was dumb enough, tried yeah. that, just like uh, like thinking, oh, why would somebody mess with me in that way? It does sound like chlorine gas might kill the weeds, though. It'll kill everything. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Reason to celebrate: James Hetfield from Metallica, sixty years old. He started the band with Lars Ulrich when he answered a uh, a wanted ad. I kind of miss those. In the Los Angeles newspaper, The Recycler. Hmm. Kijiji ads, still a thing. Yeah. This is not the same, though. I looking, don't think. looking for guitarist? Yeah. You know, drummer looking for guitarist? I just love that idea. You know, you're reading the newspaper on the subway on your way to work, and then you circle the wanted ad and <laughs> bring it home with <laughs> That's you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 60 years of James Hetfield. Happy birthday to him. Uh, your girl's turning 82 today. Who's my girl? Martha Stewart. Jim. My girl. We know how. Uh, how attracted you are to Martha. I'm not not attracted. I just, I don't hate her. I don't think she's ugly. I said in that Sports Illustrated uh, photo shoot, how much was real? It's not a crazy question to ask. Questioning Photoshop. 82 years young for Martha Stewart. And Tom Brady is 46 years old. And he's just like uh, our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. He's a guy who has a new... uh, New single lifestyle. New lease on life? <laughs> I didn't want to say that <laughs> because, you know, it's he's, he's a family man as well. He's got his kids. He's got uh, everything that he and his ex did together. That's still part of who he is. However, he's also a single man who apparently now is dating Bradley Cooper's ex. And Bradley Cooper's not happy about it for a number of reasons. Tom Brady is dating Bradley Cooper's ex. Bradley loves the Philadelphia Eagles, hates Tom Brady to begin with. Man, imagine (laughs) that, because you're going to hate your ex's new beau no matter who it is. And even if you didn't hate uh, the Patriots, the competition between you and Tom Brady now. Right, and you're Bradley Cooper. That's pretty good. You thought you had it made. Nobody can compete with me. I'm Bradley Cooper. I love Bradley Cooper, but nobody's ever called him the GOAT. You know what I mean? It's tough. Tough hill to climb against Tom Brady. Tom Brady is dating the mother of Bradley Cooper's child Mm. as well, which will... Unless he teaches his son to throw a football real good. You know what I mean? Because that would be kind of sick. Hey, there's things I learned from my stepfather, Alan, that I didn't learn from my my own dad. Sure. Right? Alan was more of a... He grew up in the country, and, you know, he liked to... fix things. Another goat, I'd say. And I learned a lot of things from my dad as well. There you go. He was a personable guy in sales, you know, so uh, hopefully this uh, this kid is going to turn out to be the best football playing actor we've ever seen. (laughs)